you're familiar with the Bible, you will know that it's a collection of smaller books, 66 total books to be exact. And the question is, why are there only 66? And why not 65 or 70? How do we know that we have the right books in there? Well, it's pretty ridiculous to offer a response to this question in three minutes because books and books have been written on this, but here we go. The Bible claims that it is God's intention to speak personal words to his people that have authority over their lives. But for God's words to have divine authority, they must be distinguishable from all other words, merely human words. So inevitably, there has to be a canon, a a limited body of words from God that he intends to communicate to his people. And as we see the history of Israel unfold, and even the New Testament church, those books, the, the canon, seems to simply be assumed. In other words, the church didn't get together to vote on which books were in and what, which books were out. The majority of the New Testament canon was in place from the very start. As far back as we can go historically, the church is operating with a set of books that they understood to be divinely inspired and authoritative. I mean, you even see the New Testament authors themselves speaking of a, quote, tradition that was being passed down from generation to generation and that needed to be guarded against any distortion. So by the time you get to the year 202 AD, this church father named Irenaeus wrote a list that includes almost all the books that we have of our present New Testament Bible. In the year 367 AD, this other guy named Athanasius published a list of New Testament books that we now have, and from that point on, all traditions of Christianity have agreed to that particular list. So, how do we explain what happened and how we got those particular books? And here is the answer. The church didn't choose the canon, but received it. One scholar puts it this way, quote, To ask the early church why it chose certain particular books would be like asking a kid why he chose his parents. The church recognized those particular books as being inspired by God because those particular books were inspired by God. If you look at John chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus says this, My sheep hear my voice. And that's it. The church recognized the voice of God. To put it another way, the books of the Bible objectively bear the marks of divine authority and God provided the Holy Spirit to his church to hear his voice. Whoa, 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 whoa. Some of you are thinking that circular reasoning, Matt, you're using the Bible to prove the Bible. But here's the deal. Everyone has to use circular reasoning when you're dealing with ultimate authority. If you're trying to prove why reason is your ultimate authority in life, you have to assume reason as your authority to do so. If you didn't, you would in fact prove that reason was not your ultimate authority after all. And since Christians hold scripture to be their ultimate authority, there is no other ultimate authority to appeal to other than itself. I'm going to go take a nap now. Three minute theology with my-